Um, I, I want to say first, you look great. Well, thank you. I love the jacket. Very nice. Yes, yeah, somebody said, uh, your wife must have picked picked out your outfit today. I said, no, let's get this clear. She picks out the pieces. I put the ensemble. <laughs> it looks really good. Thank I, you. I, I, that was the first thing I noticed. You walked up, I was like, oh, that's really tasty. Oh, thank you. It's very, yeah, well done. Well, um, let's just jump into your message. No, let's keep talking about me. <laughs> let's keep talking about me. Dude, <laughs> how are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing okay, yeah, yeah. Good, good. Well, the message was great. Well, you did thank a great you. job. And you said a couple times, um, oh my, I can't think straight. My brain is gone right now because you couldn't think of some words you wanted yeah. to bring in. But it was very articulate and put together and there's no confusion about what you oh, would okay. want to say in that. So from my perspective. Well, I appreciate that. I guess um, you, after the service you said, hey, good job, Jeff. And I said, I appreciate that, Joe. I feel like uh, some of the pieces were a little discongruent. Like I had a more clear map maybe in my mind um, that, that didn't really get played out in my message. Sure. Uh, but I'm okay with the things I said. I, there was really nothing that I said that I thought, oh no, I wish I could unsay that. So yeah, I, I feel okay. And, and maybe could have went a little further on some things, but we'll save that for next week. <laughs> there you go. Well, it was, it was really good. And I know it had to be a challenging message because um, surely there are many people who might disagree with what sure. you, some of the things you had to say. Yeah. Um, and some of the people, some people might even misunderstand. And so, um, brave of you to share your email. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I told Laramie this morning, I said I'd like to put my email up uh, during the service and just make sure it's up there so people know. And yeah. uh, I was even talking to Josh. He's like, are you sure? Why don't you just use the generic email? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, info at rendicator.org. I said, no, I'll just give my personal email. I'll just see what happens. And I'm okay with that. Yep. Uh, it, okay. So you said it was challenging, some of the things I said. And some people might disagree with some of the things I said. Joe, I gotta be honest with you, I disagree with some of the things I said um, years ago. Yeah. Years ago. Me too. I, I totally um, had to work through something. And it's not to say that somehow, oh, now I've come to a realization now. If only the, the others would come along in tow, they'll get it someday too. It wasn't that at all. Like all things in my life that are hidden in darkness, it is the work of God Himself through His Holy Spirit and Jesus who opens my eyes and displaces darkness with light. And only in those places do, does truth come into my life. Now, that happens oftentimes in us, but we're so quick, quick to snuff out that little light of truth, snuff it out because it disagrees with, with our ideology on any number of things. Okay, all I'm saying is that if we allow the Lord's truth and His light to come in, it will produce a work in us. But we have to allow it. We can't just snuff it out when we disagree with some of the things. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely, so. yeah. And it's really hard to do that, especially when you feel incensed about something. Yeah. It's hard to um, let him come in. But it truly is a work of his Holy Spirit to come with the, what the Bible calls his word, a yeah. hammer, and break the rock of our heart into pieces oh, so good. to let him do that. Yeah. Well, I was two things by your message, convicted okay. and encouraged. Oh, wow. Um, All right, let's speak to the conviction first. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. well, if you saw my Twitter feed. <laughs> okay, I wasn't going to bring it up. Yeah, no. um, death and life are in the power of the tongue. 
And you first said that, and I'm like, oh yeah, I've been slaying fools with my tongue. Oh, that's so funny. I had mentioned that it's not just the, I, I had rehearsed in my message that I was gonna say not just the things that we say to others, but the things that we even write on social media too. I didn't say that, but the Lord spoke to you about it. So that's real great. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I was, I was convicted about that. And okay. also a little mad, because it was like, I don't wanna have to change the things that I wanna say mm. just because God would want me to temper my words, Ooh. even if I'm right. And I think I am. I mean, always, even when I'm wrong, I think I'm right. Um, but And you're convincingly <laughs> saying it too. Yeah, but even, even if I'm right, he still gets to say, shut up. Ooh. Ooh. Even okay. it, Because even the truth can become a whip and hurt people and drive them farther away from Jesus. Oh, gosh, so good. So, um, speaking of Twitter, uh, I did notice this week um, of some of the people that I follow, I noticed two posts um, by friends. And these are friends that I follow. These are people I've had meals with, not just some guy in California or whatever, mm -hmm. right? But on my Twitter feed, on the same day, and literally separated by maybe 10 different entries, one person said um, they are leaving the GOP, that they are no longer the party Right, the Republicans have missed it, blah, blah, blah. And this is the end, this is the death of the GOP, if you will. Um, and then the, a few entries later from another friend of mine, this person uh, retweeted something that said, um, more, than, more now than ever, I stand with President Trump. <laughs> and here's the best part, and both of those people go to this church. Wow. And I'm just, like, first off, I, got, I thought, I have the best friends. Like, I have the best friends. They're all over the place. But secondarily, I'm so thankful for the diversity that God is bringing into our church. I want more diversity, but yeah. at least there we've got some political diversity, maybe soon wow. cultural diversity and racial diversity, et cetera. So we can all come together in Christ and agree and disagree on a bunch of stuff, but we agree on the, the big points. So anyways, um, I, I love that. And, uh, that's what I saw this week. It's pretty awesome. It's that's a challenge for me because I would be one who would say I only want to be around people who are like me because yeah. I love an echo chamber. Ooh. I love people to say that's right when I think I'm right. Well, what you should do is get on social media <laughs> where I've unfollowed multiple people well, who don't agree with me. But you know what? Oh gosh, this is you know all this is true, John. You know this is true. But those companies set up their platforms with algorithms, I'm not even gonna try to sound smarter than I am, but they, they mine for things that you like yeah. to then give you more of the same things that you like. And yeah. it becomes exactly what you say, an echo chamber. And there's sometimes we like that. Like when it comes to Netflix, I love that my cue suggests other movies that I've liked. Right. And I get very frustrated when my daughter inadvertently logs in under my, my name or whatever and watches Disney movies, and all of a sudden I'm filled up with cartoons and all kinds of other things. <laughs> That frustrates me. Yeah. But we would do well to allow our friends into our feeds to like things that we don't like, to get a more um, unmyopic view of the world around us. Yes. Which ties into exactly what you said about we look at the cross of Jesus and say, that was for my salvation only. And we make it about our salvation or we center it all around us or our views and we do it because we're narcissistic. Yeah. And 
Um, that was convicting to me as well. It was also encouraging to me because that's exactly what I needed to hear. Yeah. Because a part of me was like, yeah, so many other people need to hear that. Yeah. And on the other hand, I hear the Holy Spirit saying to me, you also need to hear that. Yeah. Righteous Joe. Yeah. And let's be honest, let's, let's, let's walk with grace. A yeah. lot of people understand that view of salvation and the work of the cross primarily because that's what they've been taught. Right. And, and um, I just don't think it goes far enough. The, the cross for sure, and the resurrection, for sure did that for us. Yeah. But it did so much more. Uh, in my message, the author whose name escaped me that I couldn't remember was Scott McKnight. Okay. Scott McKnight writes in his book, The King Jesus Gospel, um, that sort of view. That to just see the cross as a way of salvation causes us to be soterians, just concerned about salvation only. When the whole story, the narrative of the Bible is about God establishing a kingdom. He's reconciling humanity back to himself through his son, salvation, yea. He's, he's restoring the earth through the work that his son has done. He's going to do, all things are going to culminate together in the work of Jesus Christ. His established kingdom will be here It'll where he will reign forever and ever and ever. And we just, we just misplace some of those pieces. And, and maybe my argument would be, those are the more hopeful pieces. Wow, you know so true. Mean? When you said that, my mind went to the scripture in Ephesians that I'll mention here in a moment. With the background of a long time ago, God chose a man named Abraham, and from Abraham's seed, the Bible would say, he created a nation, Israel. Yeah. Wow. And because he chose that nation, Israel, there was a divide between Israel and the rest of the world. Mm. They were cho God's chosen people, the rest of the world was not. Mm. And the Apostle Paul in the book of, the, of Ephesians writes to the Ephesian church and says, by the cross of Jesus, he's broken down yes. that wall of separation Absolutely. and made the two one, Jew and Gentile. What many of us are maybe missing, what I, I for sure myself have been missing is realizing that the cross of Jesus can actually break down the wall between Republican, Democrat, um, yeah. and make the two one under the banner of Christ. Yeah, and, and maybe that's why my spirit was so offended on Wednesday when I saw those images of the cross being lifted up in the midst of a protest where people, not all, but people uh, sieged the Capitol and um, a number of people lost their lives in the middle of this. Um, I just, I don't know if that is what God intended, right? The symbol of the cross to, to represent for us. So that was the big struggle for me. Yeah. And, um, I just lost what I was going to say. So, you know, it's going. <laughs> well, I was reminded in the midst of all of this, uh, in your message, um, that after having been convicted already this morning by a, a text message from a friend who had seen my Twitter feed and oh said, gosh. Joe, I love you, but you need to shut, shut up. up. <laughs> and I think that's God saying that. And at first I was like, no, no, no. And I, I told myself on the way here, if somebody else says something to me, I'll view it as that's God speaking too. And then your message was like, <laughs> you need to shut up. And what is the message of the cross? But sacrifice and yeah. laying down lives, not standing up to fight because he's already fought and won. Uh, all right, I wanna ask you a question. And uh, for the record, this can totally be edited out. <laughs> um, but if we wanna leave it in, we can. Okay. Um, when you stopped working for the church, right, and, and no longer held the title of pastor here at Renaissance, did, 
did that free you <laughs> on social media, things like Twitter? Did you all of a sudden go, okay, now I don't have that position any longer. I can say things because they don't carry as much weight. I, I, yes. Did it really? In short, okay. in, I told my wife the other day, I said, I feel like I have always been in a place where I have to watch my words in public. I'm a person who, if I think something strongly, I'm typically not afraid to say it. Sure. Um, and so I've always had to temper my words, especially on social media, because I've always been, in, since I was 19, I've been preaching and been heavily involved in every sure. church that I've been a part of. And so, especially when I worked for the church, and I told my wife the other day, I said, and now I have a wife who's Why? reflected in the things I say. <laughs> so do I ever get a chance to just say whatever I want? Well, this week I took those liberties and went too far. Um, so yes, I did, and then in that same sentence, I'll say that I don't think that's right, that I should just say yeah. whatever yeah. I think. Um, so I am on social media a little bit. A little bit. I only do Twitter, typically just to kind of keep up with what's happening in the world. Um, I follow a ton of people, I post nothing. I post nothing. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know why exactly. Maybe sometimes I feel like no one wants to hear what I have to say. Uh, but part of that is because I, I don't want to say the wrong thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, when you are a leader, in an organization especially, anything that you say can and will be used against the organization. That's right. And so I always had that in mind, that yeah. I'm I'm not just speaking for myself, yeah, I'm speaking good. for the church as well. Um, and I have to remember that. I'm not just speaking for myself, I'm speaking for my family. And in the same vein, I still speak for the church. Yeah, absolutely. Because I am a Christian. Absolutely. And, and, and Joe, just to remind you, your words carry more weight with others than you probably even know, yeah. you know? And maybe that's just something for all of us to learn. You know, right. professing Christ is a, a real big thing. And others look yeah. to us for truth and they're watching us. They, they sometimes turn a deaf ear to us when we're proclaiming Christ, but they're listening to us when we talk about our politics and they're trying to reconcile the two. How yeah. can this guy do this and this? And so there's all kinds of subtle uh, nuances happening in our lives, but we're forever teaching people. Um, truth and sometimes yeah. it's not so true wow whether our words weigh 800 pounds or eight pounds that's right they still carry weight that's so true well i um i feel very repentant um for many things i felt repentant all week for previous views that i'd held i feel repentant for today for things that i've said and mindsets that i've had all week uh, but god's really used your message to do that to me bring conviction to me and encouragement so Good. thank you for obeying one last thing okay that, um is related to something you said in your message, but not relative to the message itself. And that's the question, when will we get to see you play guitar again? <laughs> I don't know, Stacy really was pushing me last week <laughs> and uh, I'm just so quick to dismiss it, but I don't know, maybe, I'll be honest with you, I ache to do it, mm -hmm. I long to play guitar. Um, I'm also overworked a lot, I don't wanna to do too, I don't want to add too much to my plate, but I would yeah. love to be a part of our band here. I think our band is great. I would love to play with the caliber of musicians like that again. So anyways, soon. Good. I'll leave it, I'll leave it at that. Good. Well, Thanks, cool. Joe. Thank you.